Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in the midst of the point. I'm Mike Marcangelo, joined by my guy, Hollywood Rayshon Buchanan. Today we're talking the Celtics, Jordan Walsh, NBA Cup, and the Bruins' pathetic offseason. But we're going to lead off with the happy stuff. We'll get to the miserable stuff at the end. Uh, Ray, I saw the ticker this morning. Seems like you're buying a lot of Jordan Walsh stocks in the summer league. So what about him has been uh, most impressive to you? Uh, I think that he, just, he seems like he's never sped up. He def- defensively, I feel like he's an NBA defender already. I remember that kind of being the narrative about, you know, a former Celtic Avery Bradley when he came out back in 2010. But, you know, defense is hard to teach. And, you know, obviously, you know, both their players are worried about their offense and getting their numbers. And, you know, just basically how can they look like the guy from day one? He's really rooted and committed to being a guy that is havoc on defense. And, with the loss that they've had recently, obviously, of losing Smart, losing Grant, uh, they need guys that are going to be in that role. And not, once again, not necessarily be what Smart and Grant work, but, you know, can you be tenacious on defense? You know, can you guard multiple positions on uh, the court? And that's what he's been able to do. So, you know, once again, the, the offense numbers have been awesome, but I've been impressed with how great he's been defensively. And once again, what I'm about to say is not something that shows up in the stat sheet. It's not something that's a sexy thing to talk about. But when they're on a fast break or when they're retreating back on defense, he fills the lane perfectly every single time. And I can't, I can't overstate, understand whatever you want to use. Like I, I can't mention enough how much that's going to be uh, a help to Jason and Jalen when he's out there with them. I think he's going to have moments. He's out there with them. We'll talk about that shortly. Uh, with, with some other new additions, but yeah, he's he has showed up and showed out so far in, in the summer league showcase. So I'm hoping that it translates over to uh, uh, the regular season. Yeah, and I guess in your opinion, do you think that he's a fit for a team that seems hell bent on just jacking up threes? Because his shooting, he doesn't have the touch that yeah, I, I'm sure he'll develop that right. But do you think he can carve out a niche for himself on this team? So, I, I think he, 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 we talked about balance, right? I think that we talked about that the last couple of episodes when, you know, you trade for Porzingis, you know, you bring in, but say, you bring some of the guys that, uh, you know, it's going to look different on the team. It, it just is. He, he's a slasher. Yes, he is not afraid to shoot the jackler. He, he seems like a rhythm guy. So, basically, 
the more shots he gets, the better his was going to be. Uh, which is the case for both players, but I mean, like some players get six or seven shots and go five or seven. That may not be the case for him. I think he may need ten shots a game. Obviously, he's not getting that in this uh and and on on this team, and that's fine. But yeah, I just think that the way he once again he fills the lane perfectly. He also he's very good at cutting to the basket, and you know once again I, I know that's probably why DK will like him at some point when we you know talk to others later on in the season. But yeah, he's I think you have to have that balance. So when he, he's out there, yeah, can he fill to the corner or build to the corner and shoot a corner? Th- sure, but can he also dive to the basket when they see uh, someone you know doubling Jason or doubling Jalen? Yeah, I think that's where he's going to be. Uh, used most, and that's where I think he's going to be able to see the floor uh, the most is because he's going to be someone that could cut uh, through the zone and get to the cup. Do you think he's? Do you think he's actually started a competition between him and Brissett for Grant's former role? But I think that it based on and now it's early, right? It's just summer league. I get it, but it feels like there's there there is a groundswell amongst Celtics fans that think that he could play. I don't know, twelve, fourteen minutes a night and actually have meaningful minutes. That, I mean, that one may have to happen. I mean, once again, they, I just seen a report that they're without the Delano Benton signing, which is the guy they got from Toronto uh, last week. They're about $4.3 million underneath the, whatever that second apron is. I don't know how much money uh, that is before they go over. But either way, once that signing of Benson becomes official, they'll either be right at the second apron or right under. So there's not many moves that are happening that they... Uh, uh, we'll be doing unless they use that trade exception that they got uh, in the Grant Williams deal to Dallas. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think that if you can get 12 to 15 minutes, and that, that would be a steal at this time. You know, Jason and Jalen playing 35 more minutes and still the playoffs. Well, you know, I, I know that that's not going to happen, especially with Tatum. With Tatum, he, he barely misses games, if at all. And he he's a throwback player in the sense that he wants to be out there for all 82. That that's just sometimes to his own detriment, but he, he just wants to uh, he wants to play. So I'm not gonna knock it for that. So I, I know I'm gonna say, oh, that's crazy. You know, you play 75 games, it's okay. But it's like, no, y'all, we can't have it both ways. We can't say, oh, like you know, you get mad at Kawhi and other players for doing the low management, but you know, you, you get annoyed in the same breath with Tatum being uh, someone who wants to be available. But just to say, I, I think yeah, Walsh. Like I said, if he can carve a niche on this team defensively. Uh, and even just having hit a couple of throws a game like Grant did when he, when he did play, okay. Yeah, I, I think that that's something that they need to look into. And maybe not 12 to 15, but maybe 8 to 10 minutes a yeah. night right now. And then, you know, obviously, if, you know, you need to have maybe do a spot start or whatever. Uh, he seems mature. I don't know if you've seen any of his precedents after uh, in some of the games. But, yeah, he, he seems very mature, you know, for a nice reward. Just like Tatum was when he got here. So, uh, they actually have the same birthday, apparently. <laughs> Uh, so they're both, I guess they're, like, they're both on team forever. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see him in, in this, uh, in his rotation. And I, he's going to be a fan right away. So, you know, you've been high on a couple of summer league players before mm-hmm. that haven't really panned out. True. So how do you know that this is different? Because defense wins wins. So. Everyone knows, yeah, I think if you listen to this, I was here with John Carson Edwards. I was, I thought that. <laughs> I thought Carson Edwards was going to be like another like IT type player. Someone would want to snipe it. Um, I think if, I, I don't know if he was on the show yet when this happened because it was 2019 when he got drafted, but 
preseason game, he gets 30 against Cleveland, hits like eight threes, like five of them was in a row. And you know, we had just started talking a lot again before we eventually did the show. I think you actually posted Carson Edwards has arrived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. yeah, I was, the stock was through the roof. Like I, I was buying houses. I was, you know, I had the campaign posters ready. Like I was, <laughs> I was, I was leader of the bandwagon. And it's unfortunate because I thought that he could have been at least a decent pro. Someone that could have like been like a microwave off the bench, but you know, he, he was, he was a, a liability defensively and then he was a super streaky shooter. So if he wasn't getting, if he didn't hit his first or second shot uh, in the game, he essentially was out of it because he wasn't going to give much effort on either side of the basketball. But uh, needless to say, I think with this guy here, him being what, 6'7", 6'8", with a 7'2", I just feel like defensively he he's already like, okay, I know to enough to get to my guy, but then come help on the post if I need to, and then get back out to my guy. So um, once again, not to bring up old wounds, we saw it in game, was it game four against Philly? What does Jalen do? Or what, do you, what, what did he do that he should have did? He built, he he caves into um to Joel Embiid when him hitting a two-pointer doesn't kill you. He doesn't build back out to Harden quick enough. Harden hits the three, it's game over. You know, Philly has a tie in that series. So what I've seen for Jordan Ward so far are that I feel like it's different from what they've done in, in the past. They just got a guy that can defend. And once again, you need three and D guys in this league. Once again, the guy on um, on the championship team, Posey. James Posey. Yep. That's who that's what he reminds me of already. Once again, that that could be oh boy. And that could be out of control. But once again, just defensively, <laughs> defensively, he reminds me of Posey. And once again, Posey wasn't getting 15 at night. He was getting maybe seven, eight points a night. Fine. Cool. We don't need the offensive. Defensively, that's what he reminds me of right now. Some people were doing like Jeremiah Rich and other stuff. I'm like, I think that's a lot <laughs> in my opinion. But he's, he's definitely competitive. I, I, I saw that. And listen, anytime that you can beat LA, I don't care if it's Summer League. I don't care if it's at the park. I don't care if it's at crypto.com. <laughs> beat LA is always at, at the forefront. So, yep, so he had his best game of Summer League against LA yesterday or whatever that was. So 25 points, eight rebounds, three assists. I was like, oh, yeah, baby, let, let, let's get it. And remember, you and I had the same combo about Tatum. You know, I was like, Tatum, game one, I remember I mean, when he played, I remember him like 27 points. And I was like, and I got flack. I said, yo, he's an NBA score right now. Oh, it's summer league. I said, he's an, I said, when you're that tall and you move that well, I'm telling you, I said, I said, right now, he's an NBA scorer. He just has to go out there and be healthy and do it every night. And once again, five years later, and he has a top five MVP candidate getting damn getting 30 and nice for the first time since uh you know this legend named Larry Bird. So it's just like, you know, once again, you get that side of the spectrum, and then yeah, you get the Carson Edwards, you get the Tremont Waters, you know, and it's like, you know, just a quick aside, that 2019 draft, man, it's tough, right? And they're all gone, right? So Grant Williams, Carson Edwards, Romeo Langford, and Shamal Waters, right? That was the draft right after Kyrie. And I think that, you know, fans were looking to see if they were going to add more talent at that time. And, you know, for it to be four years later, and nobody from that draft is there. You know, once again, Danny does really well when he did really well when he drafted in the top 10. But when he had bottom to bottom first round to second round picks, they didn't, they didn't play out too well. And I think that, you know, those could have been part of the core, uh, part of the core going forward. 
But I think because they were so hell-bent on getting character guides in the locker room, which Grant was a locker room guy. You know, Romeo was pretty laid back and chill. Tremont Waters was a real character guy. And I think Carson Evans would have been too had, had, had he panned out. So that kind of set things back. And then, you know, they kind of get back on the track with Neesmith and, uh, and Payton Prince, but actually Neesmith is gone. So that, that, that's kind of hard because now that, that kind of, that's kind of, it was a ripple effect of what's going on now, right? And then right. someone's so panned out. You're, you're not at the second but because those guys would have been on rookie deals still contributing, but because they didn't pan out really, now those guys are gone and now you're picking and choosing who to pay, what's the good boy, and you're filling out your roster with uh, minimal contracts. So I, I want to ask you something that, that I, I didn't put in the uh, in, in the rundown, but I, I, it's been on my mind all day. Uh, Horseshoes, your your friend Brad Stevens, GM, was speaking at uh, in in Vegas. I think it was I think it was last night. We're recording this on Thursday, so he said it on Wednesday. He said that the depart. Mm. I'm paraphrasing here that the departure of Marcus Smart will allow for other members of the team to develop. Who is he talking about? And why, And I want you to convince me that he's not talking about Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Glad that he is. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So I think the lazy take that people would make is that he's talking about them too. Great. I think if we were talking about three or four years ago, I would have been like, yeah, that's probably the case. Not now. Once again, it's year eight and they were seven for those guys. Get it together. Figure it out. Yeah, not not in the sense that he's like he's stifling their ability to learn how to play, but in the sense that he thinks he's better than he is. Like he thought he was a part of a big three when really he was just big two plus one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he wasn't part of that big three. So I know you might consider it as a lazy take. I think the other way to go about it would be, well, I think Peyton Pritchard is going to develop more because he's going to play. He's going to play. Oh, more. Yeah. Yeah, no, so yeah, I, I mean, he, he, he should at this moment. Once again, he cried and complained enough about it last season. Uh, so yeah, this, this is your chance, Richard. I actually think they talk about J.D. Davison. I think that's another guy. Once again, he fits right in because he's turning the ball over a lot <laughs> in some way. But I mean, at the same time, his change of pace really can be a game changer if he gets under control. He doesn't, he, he still doesn't know when to kind of turn it up and then dial it back. Um, talking about JD, so I think yeah, JD. I think JD Davidson and you know, Pritchard are two guys. Talking about remember, actually, you and I did this. I think we did the show last year, right after we did, actually, you and I did some of the show last year, and we talked about JD Davidson. We talked about you know he was the only guy. I think they got in the draft last year. They only had one pick. Yeah, uh, and I was saying I was, I was surprised that he was there that late in the draft. I thought that you know he was someone that could have went in the late first round. So, so yeah, I think that they see something there with him. He, he's super athletic. Once again, not a great defender yet. He's not a great positionally, a uh, uh, great positional defender uh, right now. But he is someone that's gifted in passing the ball, and you know he is someone that has a nice change of pace. So some will say they're talking about the Jays, but I think that he's really referring to maybe even guys like Tim Hauser, guys like JD Davidson, and then uh, Payne Pritchard. Those are guys that are going to have to. You be. really don't think it was a, it was JT and JB, really? I I, I think that. 
there's there I think from a leadership perspective, yes, not from a play, not from a playing on the court. I think being the actual leaders in a locker room and leading this organization to where they want to go, which has been 18, yes. Because I think Marcus Boyce sometimes drowned out others. I I firmly believe that. So yes, now it's so it's really on their shoulders. Uh, me, David, and, and Bobby talked about it mainly falling on JT's shoulders, uh, which is true. Uh, but yeah, it's it, it's him and, and, and JB that now have to take the reins as being the as being the vocal leaders in, in that room. So yeah, I'm I'm sure that he's had conversations with Brad uh, with them about what they do and what they're feeling they need for the team or the team needs for them uh, going into the future. But yeah, I I think once again Brad definitely just he definitely speaks to riddles like the Joker. <laughs> but you know if you read in between the lines sometimes with him, like we know what he's getting at. But yeah, I do think, like I said, from an on-court standpoint, there's the guards. And then once again, in the locker room, it's the two J's taking over and making sure that they um, lead not just by example, but, you know, with their play as well. And I don't know if if, if uh, we've talked about this on the show before, but isn't it, like, don't you find it funny? Or actually, I find it awesome that he had this, Brad Stevens had this moniker as a coach of being like an easy, come easy, go, pushover. Mm-hmm. He's kind of a ruthless GM. Like, he just makes the moves that Danny was afraid to make yeah. later in his career. Do you think he's a better GM than he was a coach? Yeah. Yeah. I, honestly, I, listen, I, I love Brad the GM. Once again, people have that have, have faithfully listened uh, to the show. You know that I have called him horseshoes. I have called him many names, but Brad. And I love him as a GM. Once again, and the, the first move, his, first, his very first move, was training Kemba for, you know, for, for Al Horford bringing him back, right? And at the end of 16th pick. Uh, now, dude, my, my, only, my only indictment was, unfortunately, that pick turned into Alfred Sagoon, who has been killing it in Houston, who I think is baby Jokic. But, I mean, once again, you can't have it all. So, right. it's okay. But other than that, yeah, he, he's been phenomenal. I think that he doesn't get attached. And I think what, what helps him is that because he was the program at Butler, when you're recruiting, you know, you're getting new people all the time. There is no, right. you know, you can get attached. I mean, I know you got, you know, you got Sheldon Mack and, you know, Gordon Hayward. Those are the two guys that come to mind right away. But, you know, when you, when you get those guys, I was like, okay, you get attached to those players. But, hey, another year, guys are coming in. So I think that's where his mindset is, is still there. And, yeah, he's not afraid to shake things up in order to make, you know, um, you know, the, the, the definition of insanity, once again, Bobby says it on the show all the time, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting the, the same result. So, same um, result. It was time. Yeah, same result. Yeah, it was time. So I I just, I, I love that, you know, he's been committed to, you know, making changes if need be. And I hope that he continues to have the green laws he said to make any moves necessary to bring Ben 18 and 19 and 20 and so on and so forth. As of, as of, uh, when we're recording this is Thursday, July 13th. Malcolm Brogdon's still on the team. Now yes. we know that Brad tried to trade him. Yep. So do you think he'll actually be on uh, on the roster come October, November? And if so, how how do we how does he prevent this from being, you know, a little bit like the Ray Allen Danny Ames situation from back in the day? Mm-hmm. The OJ, yeah, but the, the, the OJ May or remember, oh my God. Yep. Oh, oh, yeah. So, okay. So, before we get into that, I, I remember that <laughs> I, I, I wanted OJ Mayo. Sure. Yeah. People can say, 
I, and I know people will say, once again, every, everyone looks like a prop now. Fine. Don't tell me when he, when OJ Mayo came out of USC at, at, that was at that time. And once again, the league was getting younger. It was, the game was transitioning. Ray, I think was 35 at the time. They were trying to make it happen. He'd already fulfilled what he was, this was due. They already won. Yep. <laughs> so I'm, I was thinking about, okay, now you build the next era that when Paul and him leaves, we're still going to dominate. That it happened, obviously, OJ Mayo guys as a full assistant, whatever. But I just, I think that you say, hey, you know, it, it, it is a business, but, you know, we still think you can contribute to us winning. I do think that he'll be on the team come October. I do think that he's gone by the all-star break, though. I do think that they figured something out to put him in a, in a decent situation where he's still able to contribute to winning. I'm sure, I said, once again, I, I think that that's probably Brad strength that is talking to people and, and, and giving that. Uh, having those type of talks, so yeah, it, it's it's gonna be difficult because I mean, I, I he should have his feelings should be hurt. I'm not gonna say that like, oh, because you're making millions of dollars, you shouldn't be upset. Like that that argument is so it's so insane. <laughs> it, 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 it's it's unbelievable to me that people can say, well, because you're making fifteen, sixteen million dollars a year, you know, you 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 sh you should be okay with anything that goes on. Really, I said when people get traded, they have to take the kid out of school. They have to maybe find a new house. Like th things happen. Like perfect example. I'll tell you a quick story. I heard it on, on TV. So Steve Smith, who used to play for the Blazers and the San Antonio Spurs and Miami Heat uh, years ago, he played for Portland. No, was in, yeah, played for Portland. They said, hey, he said, hey, I'm here. My name and rumors like everything cool. Yeah, 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 Steve. Like, you know, we, we good. They get on the plane. They stop the plane and say, Steve Smith and Grant Long, can you come up? To, to the front, grab your bags. You head you head into you head into San Antonio. Cold, cold world. That's wild. Yeah. Right. No, cold, but cold, cold world could listen. I, and and once again, just I'm I'm joking. The next thing I'm about to say is so over. I, I don't want anyone to take what I'm about to say seriously. I just took the whole fucking plane now. Yeah, I, I, I understand. I, your it, 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 I'm like, oh, oh, it's, I said, oh. Oh, ain't nobody, ain't nobody going to the next, the next, the next road trip. Every, everybody's staying now. Everybody's staying. Like, I, it, it would have been a problem. Like, they, they would have to get every day. Everybody would have to, they would have to get me off that plane. Like, it, it, it'd have been, it'd have been crazy. I mean, San Antonio is <laughs> not that much worse than Portland. Sure. No, well, but, but see, but he said, he's like, but I ended up winning a championship. And I'm like, right. So in the end, it was like, the, the, it, it worked. But he got a championship. He's able to end his career with a ring. Great. But you don't think about that shit in the moment. You think like, damn, like you just told me it was good. I just come off a career game, <laughs> you know, eight threes, thirty six points. I'm, I'm I'm chilling, and then <laughs> you you tell me that is that it's, it's all good. So I don't yeah, know, Ray. Being the it's wild. the 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 baller that you are, I think it, no matter where you are, if you're on a plane, train, or an automobile, and you're playing for the uh, Trailblazers, coached by whoever the fuck it was at the time, and yeah. you're told that you're going to go play for was it Pop? Yeah, it's Fabio. I think you just you just go, <laughs> you know. No, sure, no, sure. I, I from basketball, basketball wise, absolutely. Even though Portland was really good when we were kids, but <laughs> well, um, that's so that that that's I think that's the difference. Like Portland was really close. They just they lost to this guy named Shaquille O'Neal and Kobe Bryant. Uh, so I, I I get it. I get it that from basketball wise, absolutely. You get to play with Tim Duncan and they were duh, of course. But once again, like I said, it's the it's the family stuff. It's the I gotta get kids out of school. Like, and there's a whole other, there's, there's so many dollars that fall when it happens. So, and once again, we we seen it. Michael Brothers won six million a year. I know he's married. I know he just had a child. Or he has he has a daughter. 
so yeah, all the things have to be have to be considered. And yes, it's part of what they're signing up for. So I, I'm not I'm not excluding it, but I I understand some of it. And I did have a family member that played in the NFL, also coached uh, in, in the NFL. So I, I get it. It's, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> so it, yeah. it's just it's a lot. All but right, the, so... they, they got to talk to him though. Let me answer your question. They got to talk to him. They got to smooth things over. But I said, and but just I think realistically, by the time we had the trade deadline in February, I think they say, hey, you know, you know, we found a trade partner for you. You know, we, we thank you for your year and a half here. Model citizen, model player. You know, go 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 have a big career elsewhere. Yeah, like when you think about it, though, the reason why I asked that question is because once those trade rumors came out back in the day about uh, about Ray, yeah, he took less money to play in Miami. Yeah, yeah, your rival. Yeah, and he won a championship. Yeah. yeah. Now I don't know if I don't the same caliber as as Ray Allen. However, mm-hmm. sediment can still remain. You know, why am I going to? Why am I going to rush back from an injury? Why am I going to give it my all for a team that has already told me that they didn't they didn't they didn't want me on their team this year? Yeah, no, that I mean that that's 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 fair, and it's funny, right? Because I mean, well, I mean, it's the only stop, the only difference between uh, Brogdon and Ray. So obviously, they both played in Milwaukee, and they both got drafted by Milwaukee <laughs> instead of instead of Seattle. Obviously, you know, Brogdon goes to Indiana after, but yeah, it was was and it was it was ironic. He he'd be great in Miami. He'd be great down there. They 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 him him next to Jimmy Butler. That that would be a that would be a great backcourt. Great, great. I don't I don't want to see that. No, I, I don't either. Could I? I'd be sick. But Although I'd rather see that as opposed to Dame. If I get, if I got to pick. True, but I, I I yes yes yes. But I I just, I'm, I'm thinking about defensively. Like that would be insane. You know, Dame is going to get sixty on us, and then you know I'll be. You know, throw, throwing stuff at my laptop and throwing things out the windows, if it, uh, you know, if, if it wouldn't happen. So, yeah, no, once again, I just think they got to have that conversation with him, you know, man to man. I know Brad, once again, he, he 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 tried to step up and have a conversation about what, what it was and, you know, what the reports out there were, so on and so forth. I love, Marcus definitely tried to control the narrative about that. He was like, hey, they told me shit was good. They told me. They said, hey, you good, big fella. The next thing you know... <laughs> You know, he's gone. So I just think that had, had we talked about this before, but had they said, hey, Marcus Smart is the guy we're looking to deal, once again, this thing, or well, not for me, but this thing for some people, well, I guess wouldn't have been uh, the same, but, you know, it is what it is. But, hey, just, just communicate like men. You know, you still got a job to do. You're getting $22 million to be out there to be a basketball player. Go out there, ball out. You know, take it as an audition. If you if you're not gonna be a take it as an audition for other teams that may want you uh for a playoff push and you know, just just go from there. You ready to talk about what I think is gonna be the most pointless tournament to ever be played by a league that it feels like is on the up and up. Interest is is being gained in the NBA. Like I I thought that the finals between two cities that not really the rest of the country doesn't really care about Denver right. or Miami. It was compelling television, right? Well, the NBA Cup, the inaugural in-season tournament, will tip off Friday, November 3rd and culminate with the championship on Saturday, December 9th. What this is, is all 30 uh, teams have already been randomly drawn into groups of five within their conference based on win-loss records from the prior season. 
So beginning with um, November 3rd and continuing through Tuesday, November 28th, each team will play four designated group play games on tournament nights, one game against each opponent in group and two games at home, two on the road. Essentially, this is just a way, I think, I think what the NBA is doing is trying to make sure that people are interested in, in the league, you know, through Thanksgiving, Christmas, that type of, that, that type. But in reality, it's not going to do anything, anything for the sport, in my opinion. Reason why, are you, do you really think that a top five team that's, that's a title contender is going to try and work their ass off to win the in-season NBA Cup? No. 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 No, you, I mean, you think, now, you think the Lakers now. are going to play LeBron James for 48 minutes and no, come on. Come Absolutely. on. I, I, so, if they told, if they, if they sold it as like a G League showcase that whatever team won off a G League showcase, those guys would get a contract, that would be dope. That would be cool to see. I'd, I'd be, I'd buy into that and see that, but that's not what's happening. Like Ooh, tough enough, the NBA. You said what? Tough, tough, tough enough. enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out, shout out to Maven. But yeah, so Undertaker, if you're listening, don't, 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 don't turn in. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just think, I mean, Adam Silver is doing everything but what he needs to do. I mean, I know they, they have a new anti-flopping thing too, which you know, people like Marcus Smart and Joel Embiid are going to be penalized the most because they flop the most. Once again, that's not an opinion; that's a fact. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't. I, I guess now reading after what you wrote, you know, when we had our meeting earlier. Uh, at first I was, I was open. So I was like, okay, maybe do something different. But yeah, but once, once you brought down the details, so it was early. I was like, yeah, this, 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 this shit is trash. But, but once again, if, if once again, they, they're going to do it like this. I mean, what's the same thing with the play? I thought the plane was wild. The plane is not going nowhere. Like, I, I thought that Plains, was, I, plane is awesome. I, I, thought, I, I thought that was a bubble thing, but I was like, they've gotten too much. They've gotten too many good moments already from the plane. Tanner's 50 point game. Steph's fifty point game a couple of years like they're 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 not they're, that's not going now they're they're gonna make sure that stays fine whatever I wasn't in love with that idea either but it's luckily they lucked into that working um for the time being great the only what's the word the only change um I would make in this regard is I was so during the summer so teams like I don't know who finished last but got teams like um uh, like Charlotte. Um, I'm trying to think who else was really, really terrible. Uh, that's all the time. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't even think of somebody else that was, that was awful. But teams, okay, teams like Charlotte, Indiana, like teams that first. Even, yeah, Clip, what did Clippers Clip, Clip, make the playoffs? First. Oh, Spurs, Spurs, right? First, yeah. So, yeah. So those teams, right? So, have those teams play a tournament in the summer, or even during the season, whatever you want to do during the season, whatever. And those teams, whoever wins that tournament. They get the number one pick. Yeah, I was, so I and, and, I, and whoever finishes, and whoever finishes. So if you're second place, fine, you get this, you get the second pick. If you're third place, you, so I think that would be that because the draft, the draft lottery that they draw out when it, they already know who's fucking winning it is 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 dumb. But I get it because ESPN has licensing rights. I get that. I'm not trying to change it. ESPN, y'all can still y'all can still uh, put this on your on your television. I just think to me having the worst teams get together. Play out for play out for number one pick or play out for the top five picks, I think that would be sensational. So awesome. I love that idea. Love it. 
I, I actually wanted to talk about how what, what we could do to to make this more interesting. But, but just so everybody knows, the winner of this tournament, mm-hmm. the winning team, uh, the prize pool will be allocated to the players on the team that participated in the knockout rounds, with allocations increasing depending on how far a team progresses. What that means is to the winning team, each player gets five hundred thousand dollars. Now, that's a lot to us. Not really that much. So, okay, so, so let's let's once again for the sake of conversation. Obviously, we're not we're not talking about the Hardens, LeBrons, Tatum's, Steph Curry. We're not talking about those guys. You know, the but, teams that will that will probably win the championship. Right. Correct. But <laughs> right. Right. Correct. But to think think about think about think about a player like J.D. Davidson who's on a two way deal. Think of, I mean, great. I don't know, but think think about what five hundred thousand can do for him right now. I think about even the guys that's on a rookie deal that's just signed now, like five hundred thousand to the, to that twelfth or thirteenth man on the team that just signed for one point one million dollars. That's huge. So once again, that in that way is great. I say above enough to seven hundred fifty thousand, but <laughs> oh yeah, but, yeah, like half 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 a mil, half a mil is 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 not bad, especially when you're giving so much away either to taxes or to uh, your agent if you have one. Or to the escrow in the NBA, so I get it. But yes, on on the surface, and I think we'll see it uh, unfold. You know, once we get to November, uh, I don't think that it's going to get the traction that they think it's going to get. Once again, I commend Adam Silver for trying to be innovative, but this is not a way. This is not something they needed to really tweak at this moment. Once again, if you did something during the summer, so you kind of do something how the NFL does it, where they still got something going on year round. If you want to do that, you should just do that shit during the summer. Like they could do it around July, which is now, you know, right at the summer league. It's like, okay, bam. But two weeks uh at the end of summer, we'll have we'll have these tournaments. Like I said, winner gets the final thousand, winner gets the final thousand per play or whatever. And then like I said the the winner gets, you know, the number one pick, second team that loses in a championship game, second teams that were third and fourth, they they get that. And then whoever's last get the fifth. So make it like 10 teams or whatever. I think that would be uh, that would be huge, but it it, it is what two it things is. I I think I would do to make this more interesting mm-hmm. is the winner of the tournament is at the very minimum guaranteed to be the second playing team. Mm. Mm. So then, by default, the rest of the conference is going to fight harder because maybe people will fall, maybe people will rise. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Or if you win it, and obviously, like this, uh, you can do the one of two ways. If, if you don't want to had a lottery protected you say the winner of this uh tournament gets an extra 30 percent more lottery balls to be thrown into the lottery for the draft so then you could have a good team with a hot like mate what if what if the golden state warriors get the number two overall pick after going to the nba finals like that's wild no okay so okay so so okay, so think about what well, the day. Obviously, they got they only got to the semifinals this year, but yeah. Oh, but even okay. So perfect example, right? Think about say say if this happened last year, right? And Denver had won, right? Or they, I mean, they won the championship, but they won this tournament, or whatever, and they were able to get one. But like game 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 fucking over ball game right. ball game. Like it like hey, I I I wouldn't I would only be watching the Celtics because I'm just like there, there's no need to even worry about who's gonna win again because. <laughs> Like Jokic and like that, like that would be crazy. Or had we won and then we get uh, 
you know, Brown Tatum and one young lady. Yo, like, let's go. Cue the dunk balls. Like, that would be insane. So, yeah, I mean, once again, they're they going to have to see how it unfolds. But I like that idea about getting more ping pong balls. Once again, I, I like to, I like to up it up to 750000 so once again, I don't care who the seven fifty thousand. And once again, a lot of these cats got charities. They got charities. Some some of them more child support. Uh, <laughs> and it works. It works. It works. So it's just like that could be that money. That could be you know, uh, you know, helping out with scholarship funds, whatever it may be. Like there's plenty of things that could happen with uh, that that money. But yeah, I mean, once again, I I, I don't know how it's going to look, but I said on on paper, on the surface, it doesn't look like it's going to be a great idea, but. You know, and once again, us as fans, we don't love change, but uh, we don't like change that we don't we don't see we don't see what the intended outcome is going to look like or how it should look like. So I thought we gave. Still, I, I think please. those are great ideas too. But I don't know what they're doing right now. Could you run me through real quick before we talk about the Bruins? They're they're terrible offseason. Can you run me through why it would be a bad idea to just guarantee the winner of that tournament a, a spot in the play-in? How does that hurt the okay. league? So what so where that team went like 25, 57, no. Then the other eight, the other nine teams that are vying for the playoffs to win more games. No, I, I know, but I'm I'm saying, but that, that's that's the only issue. Like on like that makes sense, but it's like once again, if a team like everyone's not gonna be OKC, right? Everyone doesn't have an they don't have a say Gorgeous Alexander, you don't have a Josh Giddy. You know, you don't have you don't have a, uh, a Lou Dort. You don't have the, you don't have those players. So, I just to me, it would suck if they won that, and then once again you win 25, 30 games. It's like, well, this is not 1984 when the AFC had won thirty games. Yes, I'm talking about the Bulls. So for those that get mad, yeah, it's it's real. It's in it's in the documentary. They were thirty and fifty two, and they made the playoffs as AFC. That's fucking wild. That should never happen. That never. I don't. Let me just ask you a question. I don't, though, just... I don't care what. 30, 30 wins should never get you into any type of playoff, ever. Let's ever. just say that this tournament happened last year. The Spurs won it. They drafted one by Yama, and now they, they are in the play-in this year. Would you want to play Pop with a, with a rejuvenated young all-star and whatever he's going to put around them in the first round or to play in? No, he, he, he'd take a team six. With, 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 he'd take a team six or seven. Well, I never got seven, but, but he just needs six. one. He just needs one to play in. Yeah, just yeah, just need one game. Yeah, I, and once again, he's and once again, we, we've seen it. I mean, we've seen a little bit of it uh, the other night. I forget what they played, but he had a bad shooting night. Meaning Mamayama, he had twenty seven and twelve, and I had a bad shooting night. Twenty seven and twelve on a bad shooting night, May, missed a lot of free throws. Like the dude, dude is. It's it's, it's should, he shouldn't. There's certain thing that you should not be able to do on the basketball court being that fucking big, and and any any he's able to do it all. Well, yeah, no, you're you're right. I mean, I, once again, I they would like they would have gave Denver fits this year. So I think about Jeremy Sohan, who's on that team, who's like looks like a young Rodman. And I know, I know, I know you're a fantasy. And I know, I know, I know I'm it's a but yeah, Sohan, Kelvin Johnson. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they they it's they just the play in. Nice. We're not saying we're not saying it's gonna be a layup game against the number one seed versus. But it's, it's it had it hasn't been though for teams. Look, oh, right. the, the, the Heat was. The Heat wasn't playing. They they was they they lost to Atlanta, <laughs> and then Toronto had them. I mean, at Toronto, in Toronto, well, Toronto wasn't there. They lost, but Chicago had them on the ropes, and then they they went on this run. So it's like, I mean, I guess yeah, you just have to get into the den. I guess that's what this is for. That's why they're doing that. Just yeah. dance, and then you go from there. But 
Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe a scenario works out. They they they, they would have tweaked it like that. But I just to me, I just I just wouldn't want it to be a twenty five thirty one team. You would like it would have you would have to be, you would have to win thirty eight or above. In my yeah, but could you imagine if a twenty five thirty eight forty four is still tr- kind of trash? But we've seen some thirty eight forty four teams at least get into an AFC. But that, that that's just my take. Could you imagine if a twenty a twenty five and fifty seven team made it to the the the, the semifinals? Like that, that, that that's it, 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 insane. Insane. Right. I but, mean, I mean that that would happen because I mean in basketball, usually the best team finds a way to win. Once again, once again, we just have, we just use the example with San Antonio, right? Jeremy Sohan, Keldon Johnson, now they they added with Mayama. I know they I think they resigned Trey Jones as well on a near deal. So they they have some pieces there that I think that I think Pop just signed a five year extension. So He's he's not going. He's anywhere. ready. <laughs> they 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 the team that they start to figure it out. You know, quicker than people think. But yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. But like I say it's 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 an interesting concept. Although we th- you know I, I don't I I think I don't think many people are fans of it. So I, I don't. I, I think don't... it's interesting now. It could be they implemented some of the things that we talked about. Yeah, and I'm I'm sure other other shows would give some some great insight to what it could look like or what it should look like. I mean, like I said, we, we just have to see how it's going to unfold. And I, I think that they, they've they listened the most. I mean, the NBA, they've listened the most on how to tweak things, whether it be certain rule changes, whether it be scheduling, which to me, that's the biggest thing. Forget about the damn tournament. Scheduling is the biggest thing. Stop yeah. having active backs. I, I get it. I understand that you want to have an, a product on every night. I get it. The pre-brand nights, and I know because I've worked in the arena that has an NBA print, Wednesday night, Friday nights are the premier nights in the NBA. Just are. And the NFL damn near got every other every other day. <laughs> like NFL got Sunday, they got Monday, and they got Thursday. So they're doing Friday this this year. Oh, I, I Jesus. Like that that's that's that's, oh, that's wild. And and and, 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 it's, and it's gonna work. It's going to work. Of course it's gonna work. Fans went, oh, Friday night lights. They 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 go it's it's going it's, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be it's gonna work for them. Like so I can't stand Rush Cadano, but it's gonna work. It's gonna work for them. So, you you just mentioned we were talking about the Spurs, a team that is starting to figure it out, put some pieces together. Let's just transition that to a team that we thought had it figured out. Yep. And and, and turns out are not doing anything to put any pieces in place. And that mm. is our Boston Bruins, the team that we do not talk about that much on the show. Mm. Because I said three years ago that they could win eighty two the eighty two games or eighty games in the regular season. I still wouldn't believe them to win a championship. <laughs> that's not why, but I, I still, I, I still, hey, still hey, that's, that's, that's insane. Okay. I want you to know that's insane. That's I mean, insane. To- how many games did they win this year? 65. 65? How, many, uh, how many playoff series did they win? 65. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> Zero. So at the, the big thing that they needed to do in the offseason was to clear cap space to make sure that they sign the newly acquired Tyler Bertuzzi, who ever since he joined Boston, uh, you know, via trade, he lit mm. it up. He was the bright spot in the playoffs. Yeah. So you move, move Taylor Hall. Great. Polino. Perfect. You have two goalies that are making a lot of money. Maybe you can, maybe you can figure that out. Bertuzzi signs a one-year, $4.5 million deal with Toronto. And what do you do? You sign 
Lucic, Van Riemsdyk, and some other 37-year-old to fill his spot. What a colossal fuck-up this was, Frank. Why, why did it happen? How could, you know, I could, I could see being off in the money. But when you realize, how, how did they not say to, to Bertuzzi, you know what? You want four years and we'll call it $24 million. Why don't you go out to the market, test it, and let us know what you get? And we'll, and, and we'll come close to matching. So he, he actually, I think he actually got five and a half, I think, from Toronto. Or at least, unless it was four and a half based with the incentive to get five and a half. Either way, five and a half AAV is what he was going away for, for once again, for a year. I absolutely would have gave him four years and 25 million. Once again, five and a half, you're right. Yeah, five, yeah. So he was, he was there. I would have did four years, 26 mil, something like that. I thought that he was. Uh, whatever they gave, did they, did they resign? Was not was it Lindholm? Lindholm, not Lindholm. Who, no, Zaka. Sorry, they 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 resigned Zaka. They gave Zaka. They gave Zaka four sure. years. I mean, no, no. What? And once again, I, this is not for those that are Zaka fans out there. Yes, he he, for the most part, he delivered when he needed to. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not uh I'm not this is not slander for him, but everyone. On NHL Twitter, and I remember even just being in the building when they got Bertuzzi, was like, oh, my God. They found a way to get Tyler Bertuzzi. Like, he had been riding away in Detroit, and, you know, they haven't been the same since, you know, Steve Wiseman and Brett Hall. Like, great. So they went on this whole rant about how, you know, Ty, you know, Ty Anderson from 95 was like, oh, man, like, this is a phenomenal deal. Like, you know, this team is this, and that. So they, they went, everyone on, the, on these epic rants about how, they were unstoppable, and they, you know, this guy was going to be part of the future, and you know, you take you steal away Orloff from Washington, and you know, so to and once again, I want to say before I go back to that, um, <laughs> welcome back, Milan Lucic. I'm once again, this this ain't about you, brother. You you just became a casualty, even though you were a fair favorite. You became a casualty in this because they brought you back what they thought was a quote unquote appeasement, but. Like you said, epic failure, ineptitude, whatever word you want to use um, that defines the the Bruins front office. It it really is a shame that you bring in who you bring in, and you once again, it's one thing to let one of them walk. Like I felt one of them would go because they they just weren't going to sign both because they haven't shown uh, that they would do uh, those type of uh, deals. But it, it's it's really inexcusable, inexplicable. Once again, whatever word you want to uh, attach to it, but they did find a way to uh, either give Bertuzzi the money, who's younger than Orloff, I think he just turned 28. You needed the youth movement. Once again, Bergeron's still going to be 38. Marchand's going to be 35. Yeah, Pashtok is only 27, so that's the only right thing they, that's the only thing they did right. Uh, the shit was giving him the $88 million uh, extension. But I think they're starting yeah. next year. High-paid goalies. Yeah, two high paid goals. So, so yeah, and I, I forget it was funny to send it. I don't know if it was Haggerty. I don't know if it was DJB. I, I forget who it was on uh, on some network that was on there. I might have said it's in the arena, but they were talking that they needed to get rid of one. Someone was saying to sell high on Omar, and I think people were like, are you crazy? Like, he's having the best season ever. But in hindsight, that probably would have helped them long term now if yes. they didn't. Oh, I traded Omar at that time because they probably could have got a really great return. You know, for for him, so yeah, I I don't know. Once again, I I don't know what the plan is. I think that they, I think mentally they're in shambles. Honestly, I think when you have that type of season, you know, you would think that they would kind of. I think about what happened obviously when the Patriots lost in 07. 
And obviously, you know, Brady just hurt the first game and, you know, they still go 11 to five with, uh, with, with Matt Castle. I, I just think that, you know, it's, it's hard to, what's the word? It's, it's hard to keep, you know, going through free agency and getting guys to bring in. That's what happened in 07, right? Remember, they lose to Indianapolis. They go crazy in the offseason, bring in Randy Moss, Adelius Thomas, you know, Dante Stallworth, Wes Walker. They go crazy. That's what I was expecting the Bruins to do here, where it's like, look, you got to figure out a way to bring at least a majority of the band back and then bring in some guys that are going to be impact players right now. So unless they find some guys, unless some guys that's there now, figure it out during a regular season, and their coach finds a way to understand their body language, like, <laughs> you, oh, you know, I just, I, I you know, I, I could tell the guys in habit. Really? And you, you said, once again, the shit that these, some of these coaches say out loud, Joe Mazzula says dumb shit out loud. Alex Cora sometimes, much I love him, says dumb shit out loud. And now with, with Jim Montgomery, it's like, what is going on with these Boston coaches? Stop saying well, he's, he's, he's a puddle. He is a puddle. Montgomery, uh, he was like, it's, it's a joke, man. Yeah, it's it's wild. And hey. you know, I I love Milan Lucic from 2014, 2015. Once he left, we got rid of him at the right time. I, it was sad to see him go, but he brought it. He was part of the cup. They Lucic has scored 41 goals mm-hmm. combined in the last five years. So eight a, a goals a season. When you let you let go of Batuzzi and Orlov. Eight. And in those five seasons, he's played 79, 68, 56, 82, and 77 games. Okay, so that's that's not awful. So he's playing all year. So he's all playing. year. Yeah. So okay, at least at least he's healthy. But but, as it, but it's just like what are we what what are we doing? doing? What are we doing? So dreams that the guy from NHL two like two K four, he's now on the team. That's what we're doing. When I now I'm starting to think that Bruins leadership might listen to the show because I said on the show a couple of weeks ago when they after that epic collapse, I'm 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 hoping that they come back as not a 65 and 12 and five team, but they come back as a 40, 48, and you know, like a gritty middle of the pack team. They've made sure that they're not going to be the top seed in the in, in the East this year. I, I promise that because there's no way on this team, based on what I'm saying, that they can do it. They can't. I, I don't know. I, I to me, it, it's yeah. I mean, talent wise, no. I just think to me, just from what I've seen him now that I've been watching more actively the last couple of years. Oh, I still have a long way to learn when it comes to hockey, but I watch eighty eight on that ice, and I say, when he's on, he's a top ten player in that league. Is he Connor McDavid? No, but most most guys aren't in that league. You got to find a way to still build around him. Right. For him to only be 20, about to be 27, he's going into the prime of his career. Once again, hockey players play a lot longer than most. You got to find a way to maximize. Once again, the dude had with, with D. Did he get 60 goals this year? Yeah, 60 goals. Yeah. That's hard to come by. <laughs> and once again, I, 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 one thing I've said is that they've had the best first line of hockey for a number of years, and they have. But that's coming to an end shortly because, you know, Bergeron has more. Yesterday's that he does tomorrow's. So the same thing with Marchand. More yesterday's than tomorrow's. Something has to give. But yeah, yes, obviously, if they're 46 and 36. Perfect. And they're and they're and they're and they're, and they're like a five seed and they they figure it out to get at least to the conference finals. 
they great. One, because money, more money is in my pocket. Two, it means they have to next season. So, but I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I, 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 you, most of the Brewers fans, we have no idea what the direction is, whatever they're saying. I don't think they believe in what they're saying. They're just literally throwing darts at the wall and hoping that something sticks. You so. shouldn't have to throw darts at the wall after you have the greatest regular season in the history of the fucking league. Yeah, yeah ever. Once again, oh, yeah, I mean, you know, you, you I don't know, but I, I just, to me, when you, I don't know, I, I think, I guess when, when you collapse like that, once again, I think, had they lost in the conference finals, I, I don't think it, it would have been as much change as it, as it was. But it's the same thing. It's the same reason why, you know, you wanted the Celtics to get, you know, well, not we collectively got, I, I didn't want them to get swept, but I know DK and Joe wanted, uh, uh Joe, DK and, and Bobby wanted, uh, you know, oh, oh yeah, well, they wanted Joe. Yeah, they wanted Joe gone. <laughs> they wanted Joe Mazzola, uh, gone, you know, if we had swept them. But it's just like, hey, like, what's the alternative? So, right. It's, it's alternative. Once again, I, I get it. And I, we all had moments of, you know, fire so and so. But it's just like, what is the alternative? So I don't know. But they did. They're, they are. And like I said, Ty Anderson said it. He said, he said, look, there's no way they're going to be as talented going forward. There'll be some talent there. But unless some guy step up that didn't step up last year, you know, they're in trouble. And that's, once again, not a not a fact. I mean, not an opinion, but that's a fact. And, you know, we'll see if they protect home ice. But, yeah, they, they, they got to get better uh, defensively, which I don't think they did. You lose or you lose. Uh, in the offseason. So, yeah, they, they still have a long way to go. But, you know, we'll, we'll be there. We'll be, we'll, you know, we'll still be someone invested. And, you know, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll talk yep. about the names they need to. If not, then, you know, some more changes need to happen. Just listen. My, my, my plea to them is that follow again in the offseason directly after the greatest regular season in the history of the NHL. The fact that you screwed up this move so much and then had you you went on day two of free agency to pick up three veterans who would still be available now means that there is ineptitude in the front office. And yes. my, my only, it's not a, and this isn't a plea. It's, it's really just like one of those, uh, one of those hazard warnings on any chemical ruins fans. Sweeney's not going anywhere. They've had four or five GMs in like the history of their entire team <laughs> since, since since the Jacobs family has owned it. They ain't going anywhere. They they will never fire the GM. Yeah. So like, this is what this is what we're dealing with. It was was crazy. And once again, I, I had a chance to meet Don Sweeney a few times. Now that they put me up on uh, Love and I were all the ownership. Nice guy. Great guy. Great. Yeah. You know. You know. He, he, he greets me every time he sees me. Make sure that I need it. Make sure if I need anything. And I'm like, man, like, I hate, I hate that I have to talk shit about you. But it's like, bro, like, <laughs> look, hey, you're cool. You know, tell us, Mr. You know, Mr. Nelly. You know, Mr. Nelly's cool too. But it's like, I, I need more. I need more. Well, for the uh, Hollywood Ray Sean Cannon, this is Mike Marcangelo saying that stay tuned to Missing the Point because we got some big things coming. We got kayfabe, uh, yeah, k critics coming up because it's one of the big four. We got football season coming up, and I'm sure that we're going to be more pissed off at the Celtics, the Bruins, and the Red Sox. So thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you real soon.
Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonise your mind, body and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together we explore vibrations, frequencies and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Electric acid. Electric acid. 